Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800 And Saturday mornings with Jim Valley at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 Eastern. And it is Wednesday here on the show. You know what that means? You know what that means? It means that school is out. And so trying to remember what day it is sometimes can be an issue. But today is Wednesday, and we got a lot to talk about. Of course, tonight is Dynamite. It is the Dynamite go-home show for Forbidden Door. Obviously, there is a collision show on Saturday. But actually, right now, as of this moment, we don't know what's on collision on Saturday. So presumably, they're going to tell us some stuff later on here tonight. But we have nine segments scheduled for the show, including an added segment where we will hear from Eddie Kingston. And uh, there is more that has not been announced here. So I'll tell you what's coming. And some notes here in the next segment. We've also got, yes, the AEW Collision debut ratings for Saturday night. And uh, already Twitter has exploded because that's what they do. But we're going to try and give you the... Uh, we'll try to tell you what actually happened with these numbers and what they actually mean. Also got the SmackDown ratings. And there's a very important key to the SmackDown ratings. And, uh, and Rampage as well. Don Callis is building a family. He was on Talk as Jericho with his Eliho, Nadon Callis, Takeshita. And so we'll tell you about that. And, of course, last night was NXT, the first of two nights of Gold Rush. And that included a Seth Rollins Braun Breaker main event for the title. And unlike on Monday, they delivered the match, they delivered a finish, and they shot an angle. So a lot to get into here today, and we are going to kick it off after the break. Wrestling Observer Live.
have three ex-wives and your current trophy wife wants a life insurance policy three times the size of the policies you had to purchase for your previous mistakes? If so, you need to call Big Lou at Term Provider, 800-345-2789. Big Lou is intimately familiar with your problems, and if you're 50 or 60 years old and in reasonably good health, a $1 million policy should only cost about $100 to $200 per month. Big Lou may have a solution for your previous policies as well. You may even save enough money to lighten the load on your new $1 million policy. Remember, call Big Lou. He's like you, except he's only on number two. Call Term Provider at 800-345-2789. That's 800-345-2789. For a million dollars in term life insurance that you can live with, call Big Lou at 800-345-2789. Has someone in your family lost a job recently, and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495-800-788-1495-800-788-1495. That's 800-788-1495. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. Have you been diagnosed with cancer? Do you use pesticides in your job? Specifically Roundup. Roundup, made by Monsanto, contains a chemical called glyphosate, which has been linked to cancer. If you've used Roundup and you have cancer, you may be entitled to a cash award. Over $10 billion has been set aside to pay users of Roundup who've been diagnosed with cancer. Time is almost running out out to file your claim. So if you've been diagnosed with cancer and you've used Roundup, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And time to file is almost gone, so please call right now. 800-535-6078. 800-535-6078. That's 800-535-6078. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. we got a lot to talk about here today. And uh, presumably, everybody wants to start with these collision ratings so that they can all lose their minds. Because that's what people are going to do. The show did 816,000 viewers and a point three three in 18 to 49. We had the thing on the, I think it was here on the chat, might have been somewhere else, but what was the over-under? I think it was, what is the over-under? Over-under 850, I think. Was it 850? Something saying? like that. 
And, uh, you know, some people said higher, some people said lower. I, I predicted right on the dot, 850. It's like 849 or 851 or something like that. And uh, ended up doing a little bit less than that. But the demo, which was a 0.33, uh, actually beat the Dynamite demo for Wednesday. So if you're looking at how did they compare, well, Dynamite did slightly more viewers. And Collision did a slightly better demo. And the premieres, this would be the very first Dynamite ever and the very first Rampage ever, did a .31 and a .68 in 18 to 49. So the Collision debut actually beat the Rampage debut in 18 to 49, but not in viewers. And there was some competition... We had the College World Series, which is a .39 and 18 to 49. That UFC Fight Night card, .37 and 18 to 49. And uh, the game did 1.6 million viewers. UFC did 943,000 viewers. And uh, there's going to be competition every single Saturday. There's not going to be a Saturday where there's not competition. And I would say that this was a, you know, since it's around what I predicted, I mean, I can't say it's a bad number. Some people have decided it is a bad number, and, you know, it's the number. It's what it did. It's Saturday night. I mean, anybody expecting it to have done gigantic numbers? I mean, if you were thinking it's going to do 1.2 million, and so you're looking at this and saying it's a disaster, well, that's on you, because there's there was nothing that indicated it was going to do, like, 1.2 million viewers. This was what it was going to do, and, in fact, the demo was a lot better than I expected it to be. Now, the two things... The two key talking points are how did CM Punk do and what are we going to do going forward? And the reality is with virtually every premiere, almost every single one, you know, it's always highest right out of the gate. And it's almost always uh, it falls from whatever it does in the debut. Now, we don't know if that's going to happen here because largely the Dynamite audience watched Collision. That's what happened. The people that watched Wednesday watched Saturday. And the Saturday show, it was a good show. It was, you know, similar but different from a Dynamite. But it wasn't like it was a rampage show with a bunch of nothing happening matches or anything like that. I mean, they had big stars. They had returns. They had big matches. It's possible that it'll settle in at what it's doing here. It's also possible that it's going to fall and end up doing in the 600s or so on a, on a regular basis, depending on what the, the competition is. The quarter hours, which uh, Brandon Thurston had, I can find them here. Quarter hours. Uh, this is the collision quarters, and it was not a straight line, but it was not a show that grew throughout it was not a show that fell throughout it essentially was stable at about 800 and you know 20,000 and the opening segment with punk was the highest rated segment on the show at 868 and the main event with punk was the third highest rated quarter at 834 the second highest rated quarter on the show was that andrade match with buddy matthews which was awesome and really it was you know some segments uh particularly the segments that had a lot of commercial breaks 
the uh, first part of the Andrade match and the Jeff Jarrett video and acclaimed promo. Uh, both of those were down in the 760 range, but, you know, that's what happens when you have multiple commercial breaks. And so, really, the show just largely did, you know, 830, 8.40, and Punk boosted it a little bit, but not a lot. I mean, he was he was slightly above the average. And uh, and that's the story of the collision number. So everybody's going to go crazy. If you're a you know punk fan, you'll say this. If you're not a punk fan, you're going to say that. But you know, objectively, it was a very good demo, a good number. And the question now is, what's next? And we're going to find out a lot more this Saturday. And we'll find out a lot more by week three and week four. So those are the collision numbers. Yeah, I thought I'd do a little bit under, but I didn't know how much under because I had no idea exactly what the numbers were prime time on Saturday. But what it tells me is, as everybody has been saying, there's going to be so much competition going on. And you know, on just now what an average UFC fight night does if you don't pay attention to those numbers when it comes to the demo. And you can see how a weekend, a Saturday night that's got WWE with a premium live event and UFC with a show going on and college football or college basketball or professional basketball, how this number could vary greatly week after week, especially when we get to fall. But for right now, I don't think anybody can really complain about that number. They need to try to keep it going tonight on Dynamite. That's why I believe CM Punk is going to make an appearance, you know, no matter what. It doesn't seem like that's going to be too much of a secret. I thought Collision was just different enough from Dynamite. It felt different. I thought the Buddy Matthews-Andrade match, I mean, that felt like a match that would pop up on a New Japan show. I mean, it just had that vibe to me. So if you can somehow continue to weave the best of what you do on Dynamite, the best of what you just do in general as AEW with just a little bit of a difference, and obviously CM Punk's a big difference, you know, different people on the rosters who are only on one brand, guys like Miro, people like that, you know, if they're strong, obviously they're going to have that aesthetic going for them, but as long as the show feels a little different and still flows, I think it's going to be a good thing. I really think Kevin Kelly and Nigel McGinnis setting the tone for that show with their commentary not that anything's wrong with Excalibur Tony Schiavone and Taz but it is a lot more laughs it's a lot more jokes it's a lot more their style so I thought just the announcers themselves were a great addition and a great difference that'll make Collision stand out but again when it comes to the numbers you know who's really going to be able to say until we see these things play out over time and frankly again by the time we get used to them in summer then we got a whole thing about fall looking at them, so there you go. Well, you know, here's a number to talk about, and that is SmackDown on Friday night. I don't want to get in this argument that the bloodline isn't over. I don't want to hear it, okay? This SmackDown show on Friday night did 2.43 million viewers and a .67 in 18 to 49, which are very good numbers. I mean, they're excellent numbers. It was number one in all of television, .47 in 18 to 34. But here's the key to this, okay? The story. The main event of this show, where Jay Uso had to make his decision, that segment did 2.8 million viewers. The segment prior to that 
did 2.3 billion viewers. They added a half million viewers for that final segment of the show. There is nothing in wrestling. Nothing. I can't, I mean, literally, you'd have to go back to the Monday Night Wars. There is nothing in wrestling that over the last year has more consistently spiked these numbers than this bloodline storyline. It happened with Sami Zayn. It happened several times in the build-up to Montreal. Now it's happened again with this segment here. It happened actually a couple of weeks ago for the Roman Reigns Thousand Day Celebration. It's happened again here for Jey Uso making his big decision. I mean, you have to go back to the 90s to find anything in any promotion that is exploding numbers the way that this Bloodline storyline is exploding numbers. And it has been exploding numbers for, like, a long time now. So anyway, this thing is hot. 2.8 million viewers for that segment. Back in a moment with more Observer Live. President Biden recently released a massive $6 trillion budget, the largest budget in U.S. history. And guess who pays the bill? That's right, you, the American taxpayer. American citizens and business owners will be paying more taxes. That's a fact. And if you owe back taxes, they will be coming after you to collect payments. In fact, President Biden also hired thousands more IRS agents to go after you. If you got a letter from the IRS and you know you owe back taxes or you haven't filed in years, don't put your head in the sand. Call us today. We've saved our customers millions of tax dollars. One quick, free phone call will show you how we can reduce your past tax bill and save you thousands. Guaranteed, or you pay nothing. Call now. 800-949-0039. 800-949-0039. That's 800-949-0039. Paid for by the Tax Helpline. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 800 754-4531. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. Ouch! Well, by wearing a small remote device called a Continuous Glucose Monitor, or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers. If you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, call now and learn how a CGM can help you. Painless. No more pricking my finger. No finger pricks. Convenience. They delivered it free and they took care of all the paperwork. 
before. You can reduce pain right away. Plus, it's accurate, easy to use, and helps you spend more time in range. And if you have insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now and get free shipping of your new CGM. Plus, we'll bill your insurance for you. 800-390-5160. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. You know what? I'm yes. starting to think that it wasn't just the general public. We should have closed off chat capabilities for. Maybe it's our own people. Maybe the call truly is coming from inside the house, and it's coming from people like Lenny. Lenny's a very stubborn man, but that's all right. <laughs> Tonight is Dynamite, and this is the lineup thus far. We have Brian Danielson calling out Okada. We have Chris Statlander defending the TBS title against Taya. We have Jeff Jarrett versus Mark Briscoe. We have Jericho, Sammy, and Minoru Suzuki versus Action Andretti, Darius Martin, and AR Fox. We have a blind eliminator tournament for the AW Tag Team title shot. Have they explained this? No, it's now media? Wednesday. I still don't have any idea what this is. And I have an idea of what this is. I mean, it, it is, is obviously it's, it's a random draw tournament. I mean, that's the only thing that makes sense here unless he's because if it was going to be and I'll I'll screw it up because everybody's heard me try to speak English and I can't do that, let alone Spanish. Is it Parejas Incredible? What's the one where you have? Why don't you just make people? it easy for yourself and say Battle Bowl? Because how many people remember WCW? How many people are going to know Parejas and Creibles? Probably more than Battle. How about you just say random team members? How about that? Okay. The Hardys versus the Guns. Orange Cassidy and Shibata versus Zack Sabre Jr. and Daniel Garcia. We will hear from Adam Cole. And we will hear from Eddie Kingston. Now, we asked a question yesterday. They have not advertised CM Punk for this show. They have not hinted that CM Punk is going to be on this show. This show, however, is in Chicago. And I was told yesterday that CM Punk is going to be on this show. Nothing has been said about this, but I suppose he might not be there. But I was told yesterday that he was going to be on the show. And, of course, we already got nine segments, so, you know, what are they going to do with him? I don't know. But... Is he Calls going out Toru Yano. These are the questions, okay, if, if CM Punk is on the show. Is he going to wrestle on Forbidden Door? If he is going to wrestle on Forbidden Door, who is he going to wrestle on Forbidden Door? Is he there to hype up the Collision Show, which he should? We need to plug this Collision Show as hard as possible. Is he going to do a pre-tape, or is he going to appear before the live crowd? Obviously, at some point... He should appear before the live crowd. Oh, come on now. It's possible, it's possible that he won't appear on television at all, but will only appear before the live crowd after the show ends. But he is going to be in the building today for something. Seems crazy. Now, the other thing is we will hear from Adam Cole. So 
obviously, the Adam Cole thing is going to be a follow-up to what happened with MJF when they had the title eliminator, and they went to a time limit draw, and Adam Cole wanted five more minutes. The fans wanted five four minutes or five more minutes, and uh, and MJF left. So they're obviously not going to be wrestling at Forbidden Door, but one would presume that something will be done here to build up Adam Cole and MJF in another maybe eliminator match. I mean, it wouldn't make sense to just give Adam Cole a title shot, but what would make sense is to say like. You know, four weeks from now, you're getting another title eliminator. If you win, you're going to get a shot at MJF. And obviously, Adam Cole and MJF is is the next big match. So if CM Punk is on the show, well, what's going to happen here? Is he going to bring his red bag again? Is he going to be talking about this match? That is another question to uh, that maybe we'll have an answer for tonight. But uh, that's the update. There's no elite on the show. There's no Kenny Omega on the show. So, you know, we'd have to worry about trying to get some people in the building and some people not in the building. They're just not there. But I do believe that there's going to be uh, something uh, taped involving, uh, I don't know if it's going to be the Bucks, Kenny, all of them, but obviously something to build up something for Forbidden Door because I can't imagine uh, the Young Bucks and Hangman aren't doing something at Forbidden Door. But right now, as far as we know, they aren't doing anything because nothing has been announced. Can you trust AEW enough, just in general, and it would be all the parties that would be involved in this, into MJF is going to have to make Adam Cole jump through hoops because MJF gave him the shot, and the bottom line is, even though Cole held the champion to a draw, you didn't beat the champion. And we got a long way to go before September, and we got a long way to go before All Out at Wembley as well, or whatever, vice versa, with with that. And... Can't you have CM Punk and MJF sniping at each other over who the real champion is while primarily Cole and MJF are going to be dominant on on Wednesday nights? And you don't necessarily need MJF with Punk on Friday nights, but you can always have Punk having that card. And again, as long as it's not so heavy-handed that it overtakes what you're doing, but it's you, people do know it's there, and that tension is there. Can you trust them to go all of these months to lead in to the possibility well, of sure. two title matches? Well, I don't know about two title matches, but for sure you can do one at Well, I a mean, time. ultimately, to me, it would have to be two title matches if you're doing... All in and all out together, because to me, Cole, MJF, Wembley, your two biggest guys, match been built up for months. It's what people would love to see. It doesn't have to sell tickets. Boom. It's the main event on Wembley or wherever you go ahead and put it with Omega and Osprey and all that stuff. And then you have well, CM Punk in Chicago the next week. Here's here's the thing, okay? Yes, you could you could try to do that, okay? We don't know if doing that is going to take heat or interest off one or the other matches. Like, if you're if you're building up CM Punk and MJF while simultaneously building up uh, MJF and Adam Cole, like, if you're building them up at the same time, and you have people believing that, that one match is going to take place at Wembley, the other match is going to take place, I mean, you'd have to do this in a very, very clever way because you have to have people not prefer CM Punk versus one or the other. Because if you get them preferring one or the other, you've essentially killed off interest in the match at Wembley. If you have people that are going to really want to see MJF and, and CM Punk, then you're cutting the legs off Adam Cole. Because everyone's going to go into Wembley knowing you're going to have a great match, you're going to be at Wembley or whatever, and uh, he ain't going to win. And you don't want that. You but want people to believe 
that whoever. I'll say one other thing. Good. You don't need MJF to defend the title on two consecutive weeks. They have headlined many pay-per-views without the world title on the line in the main event. And if you've got big enough matches, and they have plenty of big matches, whether it is some, you know, the match itself, or whether it's a blood and guts or a stadium stampede or whatever, uh, CM Punk grudge match against somebody, whatever you want to do. I mean, you don't need MJF to defend the world title in Chicago. He can defend the world title in Wembley and have another huge main event for Chicago, and I don't think you're going to drastically hurt buys without having a second championship match on two consecutive weeks. No, I don't think so either, but, you know, champions can defend titles, and MJF has got broad enough shoulders to carry that type of thing, and I think Adam Cole and MJF do as well, too. It really comes down to can the the week-to-week booking make it palatable because to me it's not like this is anything novel when it comes to the history of professional wrestling i mean look at star or not star but great american bash 86 you had flair facing nikita and dusty and magnum and ronnie garvin and barry whoever all of these people and yeah you know to me it's not like it's out of the realm of possibility to make something like that happen. To me, really, in wrestling terms, it's very simple, but it is a lot of time and it is a lot of balance that you need to strike, which also, too, I guess, when it comes to CM Punk, there's always that little asterisk that's attached to him where, you know, plans may have to change, you know? So, again, I, from a pro wrestling point of view, I would actually like to have that kind of level kind of going on because again that's to me also something natural that you wind through all three shows no matter what angles you have going on between the two shows that's one common thread that you can keep between them so you know something could actually be moved between collision and dynamite and you shouldn't skip one of them everyone here on the chat's talking about the uh the card for sunday i would be stunned if we did not have the whole card, with the exception of maybe one match, all announced tonight on Dynamite. I can see them saving one to announce on Collision. In a pre-show match, but, for sure, I bet. I mean, come on. You don't think you're going to have the entire card by the end of Dynamite? You'll you'll have the entire so. card by the end of Dynamite here tonight. It would be foolish to not. I mean, yeah, you're, you're probably going to get a good number again on Saturday. But, like, this is still the flagship show. You want to make... A collision in a show but it's been a week and so get the whole card out tonight you can Plus, plug it on friday you can plug it on saturday i would be very surprised if we did not have the whole card by the end of the show tonight I, you know the things that i don't think we'll see i mean you do have that orange cassidy and uh shibata match against zach saber jr and um Daniel Garcia, so it may be you wait until Saturday on something like that. But, I mean, yeah, as you mentioned, we've waited long enough. Obviously, the tickets are sold. People who have interest in this, they're going to have interest. If you haven't been moved by New Japan or the thought of this Forbidden Door card yet or them working together, nothing really at this point is ever going to move you. So, you know, now that you've done all that, now it's time to actually give us more matches, round out the card, and see what we're dealing with. Nothing's ever going to move me after watching the first edition of NWA TNA on pay-per-view yesterday and reviewing it for the Brian and Vinny show. 
If you missed it, you missed out. But don't worry. I'll be doing it again next Tuesday. Also, we will be Forbidden Door on the Brian and Vinny Show Sunday. I screwed everything up last night. Anyway, back in a minute with the NXT Report and more Observer Live. Next up, straight talk from Doug. Ever notice that saying no offense is offensive? Like, no offense, but you're overpaying for your wireless. See? Offensive. That's the Straight Talk talking. Get unlimited plans as low as $35 a month from Straight Talk on America's most reliable 5G network. Available at Walmart and Walmart.com. On the $35 plan, first 10 gigabytes data at high speed, then 2G speeds. Refer to the latest terms at straighttalk.com. Based on most first place rankings, root metrics, second half 2022 assessments of 125 metros. Experiences vary, not an endorsement. Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trustpilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances, heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. 800-867-6917. That's 800-867-6917. One out of two Americans thinks their life is worthy of a book. Here's another startling stat. You may be one of the 15% of people who bothered to start your book and one of the 6% that got halfway through it, but your gem of an idea likely died. Or did it? Some published authors are making significant money, so join the ranks of the successful people that finish their books with help from Dorrance Publishing. Call right now and our experienced editors and writers will explain to you what it's going to take to get your book completely written, published, and then taken to market to sell it. It's a free consultation, so call right now. Find out how much time and money it takes to finally get that book idea of yours published. Make your dreams happen. Call Doran's Publishing right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Are you looking to sell your house? Call 1-800-SELL-FAST to request a free all-cash offer. We can buy your house in days, and you don't even have to clean or fix anything. There are no commissions or closing costs. No agents, no open houses, and no banks to deal with. Call 1-800-SELL-FAST or visit sellfast.com to request your cash offer. There's no obligation. Call 1-800-SELL-FAST. That's 1-800-735-5327. Or visit sellfast.com to get your free cash offer. Sellfast is a home buyer referral service. Each office independently owned and operated. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back on the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. You know what's funny about my favorite show? What's that? It has not been my favorite show ever since they moved 15 people to the main roster. Mm. Golly. Well... You know, my first issue was the opening match 
which if you can believe this, the opening match was Tyler Bate versus Wesley. How could Brian have a problem with this match? Well, because Ali was this special guest referee. And for reasons I absolutely positively cannot explain, the match begins and Tyler Bate does a headlock takeover and Wes tries to turn it into a cradle and Ali does the fastest count ever. And then he smiles. And then they do it again and he does a super fast count and he smiles. So then they do another spot and somebody goes for a cover, but now he counts really slow. And then someone else goes for a spot and he counts really slow. And he's not... You know, being uh, counting too fast or too slow for anybody in particular, he's doing it for both guys. And then he's smiling. And this somehow leads to both guys getting mad at each other, but not all. And I'm like, you know, you know how, like, God bless Shawn Michaels. I, I love the guy. I'm a huge fan. It was my favorite show for a while. But you know how difficult it is to find a way to make Tyler Bate and Wesley a bad match? But you figured it out. And then they go to commercial, and they come back, and now he's not counting fast or slow anymore. Now he's calling it down the middle. And there's no explanation for this. It was never explained what in God's name was going on. And then finally, he's trying to fire both guys up, but it leads to a distraction, and Wes hits a cardiac kick and wins. And uh, Vic says, and I quote, What in the hell were the intentions of Mustafa Ali? And I was like, I don't know! Well, Brian, maybe producer Dom can help us out here. You would have had, Brian, you old man, you, you would have had to have gone to NXT's social media and hear Mustafa Ali talk to Kelly Kincaid and explain exactly what it was. Well, what did he say? Because it's now like uh, almost 24 hours later, I still ain't got no clue what was going on in this match. Since he doesn't have it, I'll just go ahead and give you the short version. Basically, he wanted to make sure that, you know, these guys put their effort into everything. And if you weren't really down there trying By to get counting pin, fast or slow, because you never know when the match could end, Brian. So you got to be prepared. You got to be aware. So that's why. And you know why he didn't count people out? Because the fans didn't want to see that stuff. So even though the fans were counting at a regular pace, that's why he was going slow. See, well, that's the reason why. And you know what he thought too, as a good heel referee, as a good referee would, thought he did himself a really good job. Well, I thought the segment sucked. <laughs> and then we had a Gigi Dolan promo. She likes art. I will say no more. We had a Kiana James backstage promo. She buried Gigi and said Gigi couldn't even spell ambition. Gigi, she says, enjoys swimming in a sea of mediocrity. That's NXT of late. (laughs) Duke was in the ring for a Thea Hale pep rally. And uh, I did like this because Thea is great in her role. The fans absolutely love her. They did a pep rally for her because she was getting a championship match next week. And everyone's there, Gulak, Charlie Dempsey, all these cheerleaders and Chase U students. And, man, she cuts this promo. And, like, when it's over, you just really want her to win the title. But she's not going to. 
Well, not everybody wants. And then Tiffany comes out, and Tiffany, Tiffany live, like she's given a script she has to memorize, and she can memorize it. But when she says it, it sounds like she just is reading something memorized. Like she's just she's just reciting the words. There's no ups and downs, pauses, anything. It's just reciting the words she's supposed to say, doing her character. She said Thea has zero chance of winning. And then uh, she gets in the ring, and Thea takes her down, puts her in the Kimura that she was taught from uh, from uh, Gulak and Dempsey. And, and Dempsey, and she and Tiffany taps. That sets up the match for next week. It was a good little angle. And then we had a segment with the dyad. Same deal. This is the big problem with, with NXT of late, is the verbiage is, is absolutely ridiculous. Horrendous. So Joe Gacy's upset that he's a problem. Jagger and, and uh, Rip! Fowler agree that he is the problem. Ava tells them to shut up and says, and I quote, I swear to God she says this, our tree will not fall from one single chop. <laughs> not from you. <laughs> is it going to be the Chop and Roll Express versus the Dyad? Because I'd be all right with that match. I like those guys. How about the Grizzled Young Veterans? It bought November or so you could have that one. Then, listen, I like the Creeds. I once, apparently there was there was a... Uh, more more thespian work being done here. When the Creeds first debuted, I reviewed something, and apparently they heard it, and they were like, man, that guy don't like us. And I never disliked the Creeds. I like the Creeds. They were very green, and uh, their matches were very exciting in a scary you, way. You missed the brilliance. But I didn't dislike them, and I don't Steiners. dislike Ivy at all. But I sure dislike this segment because the acting here was like ridiculous. And then one of the creeds was talking about the schism and they go, they're a legitimate cancer. I was like, no, they're not a legitimate cancer. (laughs) They're not. They're just not. That's factually incorrect. Just got a biopsy done. And then they all made fun of each other's size, height, etc. Like, I don't know. Then JC Jane and Lyra Valkyra have an argument backstage. And Lyra, who in storyline is a bird, says to JC, I don't play games. And she stores she storms off and then JC she cacawed and flew off. Yeah, JC then looks at it and she just goes, oh, I should have just kicked her in the face. And she walks off. I was dying at this point. <laughs> dying. Then we had Malik and Edris. Against Briggs and Jensen, against Hank and Tank, in a number one contenders match. And they got 10 minutes, and I'll say this. There were a few sloppy spots here and there. But when you consider how green Malik and Edris Endres- are, and how gr- how totally green Tank and Hank are, and, you know, Briggs and Jensen have improved a lot, but they're still, you know, they're a year away from being green as grass. I mean, this match was so much better than I expected. They pulled virtually everything off. I mean, they had dives. This Tank Ledger dude, he's going to be a big star. He's so good. His selling is great. I mean, his his facial expressions when yeah, he's... But he, I mean, Tank he, and Hank do not need to do dives off the second row. Probably not. Before, though. But, you know, they that. did it, and they pulled it off. They, they did. Just, they just did, you know, the Vader bomb, you know, off the apron of the floor. I mean, it worked out. But, I mean, they were good in this match, and... You know, Hank's got to move. You guys remember the Bubba Bomb 
that Bubba Ray used to do, where he'd do the full Nelson and he'd sit out and, you know, the opponent would fall on their buttocks. Well, he does it, but he does that and drops them on their back, and that move was so cool. And I was like, you know, if this bloke ever won, that should actually be his finish. But anyway, Edris and Molly got the win, so they're going to get a championship match next week, which Gallus thought was very funny. We had a Damon Kemp-Eddie Thorpe meeting, and uh, the issue with this is that... It was Damon Kemp's brother. Brother? Well, no, the, the issue, this was later. Wow. The, the issue with these two guys is that they're supposed to be feuding, but when you see the segments with them you know, going back and forth, they sound like best friends. They sound like they're the best friends in the world. But meanwhile, they're talking about beating each other. So anyway, uh, oh, by the way, when did Eddie Thorpe start playing Serratos? Like he's well, a I DJ. Didn't know he was a, I didn't realize yes, that, that he's a he DJ. Was a DJ. Yeah, get with uh, the program. Sorry, I thought he was the new Jim Thorpe. I thought that's uh, how they a were little playing. both. Aye. DJ well, you, Thorpe. You got to have multiple interests. That's true. Yes. So then Damon Kemp shows up and he wants a Raw Underground match. No ropes. You can only win by KO, TKO, TKO or submission. And he goes, "All right, let's do it." We had a segment with Seth and Nathan Frazier, and this was this was funny because I had someone in WWE that actually just texted us a little while ago. He was like, I had no idea what these two guys were talking about. And even I knew. Seth trained Nathan Frazier. Yes. They didn't tell you that. They presumed you just knew it, but that's the story here. Seth is saying I'm very proud you of you why? for what because you've Because they listened to this show, and it was talked about a lot on this show. Was he making the right decision, signing you know a four-year deal with yes. the WWE? And he actually has. It has been So great far, decision. it's been great for him. So uh, anyway, then we had Dana Brooke and Cora Jade. And, uh, you know, <laughs> I, I need 15 minutes for this one on yeah. the Brian and Vinny show tomorrow night. But uh, this was just a hilarious wreck. Everything that could possibly go wrong went wrong in this match. Except nobody got, no one got hurt, thankfully, that I know of. But uh, long story short, Dana's supposed to be the baby face, but the fans totally turn on her. They're chanting for Cora the entire time. And finally, Cora wins, and everybody's happy, even though she's supposed to be the heel, the hated heel. And uh, it went way too long, and uh, Dana Brooke was very upset about this on Twitter today. <laughs> then we had Von Wagner and Robert Stone having their meeting. Uh. Von Wagner tr- finally explained his, his, his issue, which is when he was a baby, his skull fused early, which meant that his brain would not be able to grow. And so they had to slice him literally from ear to ear. He explained they pulled his face down, they went in there. They solved the problem. He was in intensive care for a week. They didn't know if he'd make it. His mo- his dad worked. His mom never left his side. They can't even talk about it to this day. He grew up with the kids making fun of him at school. Told the whole story to, to Robert Stone. And then Robert wanted more, and Vaughn said, that, that's enough for today, but thanks for listening. And uh, they're going to make a big baby face out of this guy. You know, I hope so, because, you know, they've been bad with coming up with origin stories in the middle of somebody's, you know, who's already been created. So they better make it good here, because if you do something like this, especially at a guy his size, let him go. Let's try something here. Then I will need more time for this tomorrow in the Brian and Vinny show as well. But Baron Corbin and Carmelo had a face to face. And man, this Baron Corbin, dude, this guy was the best heel in this segment here. And... Like, you know, he was great when he was first in NXT. Like, first he had that gimmick where he beat everybody in 30 seconds. And, 
you know, he ends up going up to the main roster and they just do all sorts of stupid stuff with him. Then he come back, he comes back down here again and this is the Baron Corbin that we need. He was an awesome heel and he's vowed to beat this guy next week and he's talking about all of his money and his house and these guys here like they cry and they complain, but you know what? I did it and I've been doing it for a decade and he was great. I thought he was great. We had some other segments. We had Jakar Jackson, Lash Legend versus Valentina Faraz and Ulyssa Leon. Possible my timer was wrong, but I think this only went two minutes and 30 seconds. Oh, that's it? And don't get me wrong, it wasn't good, but I thought it would be like a thousand times worse. I mean, it was like... For the triangle match that's coming I accepted these it. three, though, this, they, none of these six women should be on TV. I mean, and again, I know what's-her-name's been in the mix for a long time now. Oh, God, Rivera's daughter. Uh, Carissa, any, anyway, none of these people should actually really be on NXT TV if it's going to be a third brand on a regular basis. You're not helping them out at all. All right, well, the main event was Seth and Braun Breaker, which was a very, very good main event, 16 minutes. Seth ends up super-kicking him, stomping him, after Braun kicked out of all of his moves and everything. And then Finn Balor attacks Seth afterwards to set up their match at Money in the Bank. Back in a moment, Observer Live. This is a true, sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend, and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free Pricing information. 800-915-9654-800-915-9654-800-915-9654. That's 800-915-9654. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. 
I just want to tell them it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. You know, looking back at my notes, that second hour of NXT wasn't too bad. The first hour, yikes. Well, yikes. Building up towards next week. Next week looks pretty good on paper. We got another NXT show coming up next week. The uh, Gold Rush. I got so many of these names. They may tape two next week as well, too. Maybe not under that branding, but I can't believe they're going to go live on July 4th. Uh, I think that one's taped. Yeah. We got uh, Carmelo Hayes, Baron Corbin, Tiffany Stratton, Thea Hale, Malik and Edris versus Gallus, Nathan Frazier, Dragon Lee for the Heritage Cup. That should be good. Yep. And Gigi and Kiana. And, man, they've dropped everything they're doing with Kiana. No more storylines. No more sad. She hasn't bought She's going to buy Gigi's yet. brother. Watch. He's going to buy him? He's for yeah. sale? Huh. You know, hey, everybody's got a price. How about that? Well, anyway, uh, if you missed last night's Brian and Vinny show with the uh, T- NWA TNA episode one review, make sure you go up and review that because, you know, it's uh, for some reason everybody was reviewing that show of late, which is funny because it wasn't 20 years ago. It was 21 years ago. They're trying to steal our heat. Mm. But uh, you know what everyone else isn't reviewing is, is episode two and three <laughs> and four. So, uh, Tuesday, Brian of any show, you should uh, check it out because it's quite a trip down memory lane. I heard Sean really, and I have some of them, he really wants to add to it. And those weeks, he wants to also watch NWA TNA Explosion, the shoulder programming hosted by Burt Prentice and Jeremy Borash. He said you would be all for it. It would be great. You guys would love to do that. You should. Hey, you know, tonight on Observer Radio, Dave and I are going to be back talking this AW Dynamite and NXT show and all of the news and more. Lots going to happen tonight on Dynamite, so check it out. And we'll be back tomorrow with more. Thanks, Mike. As always, callers and listeners, everybody in the studio will talk to you next time. Wrestling Observer Live.